Welcome to Cleveland Moto, a vintage motorcycle podcast by people who wrench and ride. We'll be bringing you Vin Moto Chat each week, so sit back, relax, and crack a beer. Or play us over the speakers in your shop while working on your latest project. Cleveland Moto, here's your host, Phil Waters. <laughs> Welcome to yet another fine edition of the uh, Cleveland Moto Podcast. The well, Phil Waters birthday edition. It is my birthday. I'm 42 uh, years old today. Uh, By the time you hear this, it won't be his birthday. Right, it won't but... be my birthday anymore. But I'll still be 42. <laughs> what I was really worried about, though, was I knew that we got to the railroad tracks a lot before you guys did. And we, we know the railroad tracks are there. <laughs> yeah. So we know the tracks are there, but you guys don't realize how crazy those railroad tracks are. Yeah. Because it's an elevator drop on the other side. And if you hit them at 15, it's... Uh, totally unloaded your suspension. Yeah, you had a little bit. <laughs> oh no, I dropped out, man. You got about that much in your rear tire. There was about six inches under my rear tire when I hit those. So I did a little baby Dukes of Hazard going over them, and then I was I kept looking back because I was like I was waiting to see the headlights of the Bajaj <laughs> point skyward, <laughs> and then the large sparky landing. I stood up for that one. <laughs> That's what I was. He motor crossed it. <laughs> I was totally ready to see the Bajaj headlight pointing airborne and then it landing on its tail. Because I've landed on my tail on that jump before. I know the railroad tracks all too well. It's my neighborhood, so I I knew exactly how to handle it. Those railroad tracks coming at them from south to north, they look so like pedestrian. But then just two feet north of the tracks, they drop out. Yeah. And that's why when you look, the scars on the pavement from every car that thought that those were 30 mile an hour railroad tracks? Oh, we used to do that on purpose when we were kids. Really? Oh, oh yeah, jumping with cars. Oh, they used to be a lot worse. They did. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. That's, that's totally like, yeah. a skate work. ramp transition. To oh, my God. I would sit there with a, a wrecker if I owned a business. <laughs> I would just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Take down the railroad crossing sign and sit there with a wrecker and make millions of dollars. So I guess the people listening know we just got back from a ride. Literally, we did. It was just a non- got back from non-douchebag a ride. bike night. We just pulled in the driveway. We got to finish the intro. That and who all's here? Helmets okay. came off. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, tonight's pretty good. We've got the guys are here from the Red Riders uh, Scooter Club. A couple of their representatives rode out with us tonight for non-douchebag bike night. And this isn't the first time they've ridden out with a non-douchebag bike night. These guys are fucking regulars. So it is good that that they're coming out a lot. And, and they are indeed not douchebags. And they're not douchebags at all. So Alex, Sometimes. Alex and Brian are here. Uh, of course, John's here. Dustin, Shane are here. Uh, hey, a little bit just for the fun of it. Where'd you guys come up with the name for Red Rider? That's a brilliant name for a scooter club. We wanted to keep it local, Cleveland-based. Yeah. So we just were going around some ideas, and we're like, ah, Christmas story. The Christmas story, right. Exactly. Yeah, guns. The Red Rider BB gun. And Joan had the official uh, Red Rider BB gun sitting around. Yeah, my dad, one of the right. things I got from him was the uh, the 50th anniversary edition Red Rider in the box. In the box. Shane has, has one the hanging in his garage right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, and it has, the, it has a gold plaque in the stock, the Walmart nice. stock and everything like that. Fantastic. We're planning on putting holsters on our scooters so we can have Red Rider BB guns <laughs> with us at all times. <laughs> Jeez. You won't, you won't get pulled over. For that, that is no, such a good all. idea. That's, that's perfect for rallies. Come though. on, it's Red Rider <laughs> BB guns. Right. Oh, you guys got to go to the rally this weekend then and do that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, their artwork for their patches is genius. They've got the, the Red Rider cowboy 
uh, in two color, you know, monochrome setup on their back patches. And it looks great. And the Red Rider thing is so good because so many times you'll get scooter clubs that have names like the Assassinators, <laughs> the Incriminators, you know, it's, Hell's Satans. It's like they're trying to compensate for something. Right, right. Exactly. And it's always nice when you see somebody like the Vesperados, which is kind of a funny name for a club. And then the Red Riders is a great name for a yeah. club. Uh, and then I like the local aspect too because like the Cincinnati Club has the 10 year lates which is that whole Mark Twain thing oh. that said that when the world ends I want to be in Cincinnati because everything happens there 10 years late <laughs> <laughs> so that's why their scooter club's called the XYLs the 10 year lates I like that it's a genius that's name cool. yeah. 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 it's brilliant and they're kind of tongue in cheek you know they're they're not they're not trying to say they're Billy Badass or anything. so I love the Red Rider thing yeah, it's exactly. fucking great man that's a really great name for a scooter club and that's cool. How many guys do you have now as uh, as members for your club? Officially? Are you a club or are you a gang? We're a, We're a gang. gang. Awesome! Yeah. We're a gang. Oh, We're even better. Better. We like to drink beer and ride. Even better. Okay. <laughs> Outlaw Scooter Club. Yeah, Outlaw Scooter Club. <laughs> yes. That is fantastic. They can't so quite many... be one percenters. They're kind of point oh five. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's that half of one percent yeah. that ruins it for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. So how many guys do you have? Eight, two, <laughs> two. <laughs> pretty well. well there's yeah. two right now. That's all. Yeah. Right. And a few stranglers. And a few stranglers. Yeah. That's all it takes. I'm an honorary man. member. You are an honorary member. Yeah, you got a scooter. He does. I have a scooter, scooter over there. Scooter. And he has a red rider. Could be an honorary member. Of course, right. it's for That's sale. Genius. It is one of those things where, when scooters exploded a few years ago, it would turn. You know, there would be if you'd be lucky if you had one club per city years ago. And then scooters became a little more popular, and all of a sudden there were fucking 15 clubs in every city. And guys would be members of, like, seven clubs. And I know for a while I was a member of, like, not only my own club, Pride of Cleveland, but then the Vasectomy Scooter Club, and this, that, and the other thing. And there were uh, the Funky Spunk Monkey Scooter Club. And there were all these, like, little weird scooter clubs that basically any more than two or three guys came together with a silk screening machine... And they're like, we're going to make a scooter club out of it, you know? Or anyone that discovered uh, StickerGuy.com. StickerGuy.com, and you instantly had a scooter club, right. And that was pretty, it was pretty out of control for a while, and then it settled down. So I think it settled down when a lot of the uh, new scooter owners who were buying the more utilitarian automatic scooters, who didn't really have any desire to be in a club, they just thought it'd be fun to own a scooter, and then found out about clubs, and were like, oh, I need to be in a club. And all these guys were like, they had this surplus of clubs. We're instantly like, oh shit, we have too many clubs, man. <laughs> There's this lady just showed up on a pink buddy, and she wants to be in our club. What the fuck do we do? Oh crap! I guess we're the BB gun. <laughs> I guess we should have made some rules. <laughs> if, if you brand your club instead of club, a gang, a gang. Yeah, I like it because it immediately yeah. scares away that certain yes. uh, or a gang, right? That certain <clears throat> mainstream element, right, of people that are just like, well, I just got a Yamaha Vino. I'd like to be in your club. Listen, lady, this is a gang. <laughs> yeah. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> what do I got to do? Uh, yeah. Drink beer. I got to drink beer, have a BB gun, and shoot stuff. Yeah. Do, you, do you drink beer? Yes. Shit. <laughs> now, you guys are also big-time heavy-duty in the bicycles, though, right? Oh, yeah. That's you guys are both absolute... I, I've seen you guys riding your bicycles in the fucking snow. Yeah. All year round. You guys are when we can't ride our scooters, we ride bikes. Right. It's just fucking weird to begin with. Like, oh, the weather's too bad for my scooter. I think I'll take the thing that you have to pedal that has no fenders. Keeps you warm. <laughs> Keeps you warm. I guess I'm, I'm just going to get a KLR for that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's 
really fucking insane because this is Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. And we have the corner on bad winners. <laughs> I mean, it's us in Buffalo. That's what you get. Yeah. And right to, now we're in midge season. Right. We're, this yeah. Is, yeah. 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 And, right. and by that, John means being dive bombed by these little tiny bugs. Yeah. If we were taping this in bugo vision, you'd be hearing. <laughs> they look like mosquitoes, but they don't have. Somebody sex. said they don't bite. No, they don't. No. They don't bite. They do not bite. No, they're just annoying. Yeah, they're, they're just annoying, annoying as hell, okay. and they, they try and fly into your ears. They do try to fly into your ears. It's, I mean, there's been a couple nights this week I've had some work I've had to do to my bike. I've had to cut it cut it short. Well, you can't paint shit in this. No, no, no I wasn't painting. Right. I mean, I'm just, I just mean anything. normal work. I couldn't concentrate right. because I had so many midges on my face <laughs> and buzzing in my ears. <laughs> I, I would just said, fuck it, and I shut off the lights. Yeah. I would For the first time, first few times, I tried to shut off the lights. Yeah. Just go in the house for 20 minutes and maybe think, like, oh, they'll all fly away because there's no light. But you come out and you turn on the lights, you're like, oh, cool. And then they all rise up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we must go to the light. Yeah. Last week, I turned, uh, closed the doors and turned on the air conditioner in my garage. What? Oh. 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 You're fucking, you, oh are these, one, these you are one up. Close the doors. Turn on the air. Turn on the air in the garage. <laughs> Were you wearing your pink panties or blue panties? <laughs> no panties at all. Oh. I have my sequin mechanics gloves on. Nothing else. <laughs> Welcome to John's Garage. Clothing <laughs> optional. Ooh. Man, I should have taken that free window unit my buddy offered me. See? That's what I did. I cut a hole in the back of my garage. And Put a window unit in. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Damn it. Was it one of those ones that was hanging around the shop? No, I had, I had like four or five. Like everybody was like, oh, I'll take that. You know, oh, well, one year I bought like four window units because our old shop didn't have AC. So I bought a bunch of window units and just stuck them in strategic places and ran them. So for a while we had like a wooden window for my van and had a window. Unit <laughs> Did you have free electricity at that show? No, 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 but it was fucking hot and I don't like hot, so you put them wherever you can. Yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah, tonight we did a little ride. We did a how did we do that? We did a ride and a bar and then a ride and a bar and then a ride. And my and garage, which garage, right? forty five garage. The bar. Right. <laughs> yeah. People were really blowing up on me a couple of weeks ago on the Craigslist when I posted up that we were going to do a non-douchebag bike night. And I just posted it like that. Like in the in the bikes for sale section, because nobody reads the events or, you know, whatever's happening thing. So I just well, posted you always it see events posted. Of that. course. What, what, mm-hmm. That's what it's there for, right? You don't post it where people don't read. But people got mad. They sent me all kinds of nasty. They flagged it every five minutes. They kept shutting my little ad down. They kept flagging me, so I kept putting it back up because it was a slow day at work. And... Oh, That's gonna come through. Wow, that had better show up on tape. Wow, if that doesn't show up on tape, everybody's gonna be—they just missed out. I think you can almost taste that. One. You gotta change your drawers after Too that much. one. I might. I could actually—I could actually hear how fast that was. That was like a little two-stroke. It was actually a one-stroke. One Thank God. What? If it was a two-stroke, I'd have to excuse myself. Glad you ran out again. Yeah, no shit. So to beat the man or to beat the censors or the, the Craigslist fucking purists. Yeah, you you were posting something in your forum that wasn't really forum related. It wasn't for sale. So I actually posted a bike for sale. I posted a CB200 for sale that we had just kicking around. So I put it up, CB200 for sale. You know, a couple hundred bucks, whatever price I put it up. Described it accurately. I'm not bullshitting. I would have sold the thing if somebody would give me the money. But then I put also non douchebag bike night meeting because you know anybody in this group is gonna fucking read. Yeah. <laughs> Trolling through Craigslist, you're like CB two hundred. Well, I gotta check that out. Oh, there's a meeting tonight. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. So I did the same thing this week with the CB three sixty I scored the other day. 
which is the answer to the what did Phil buy this week game, by the way. <laughs> There's uh, so yeah. Are we still yeah. playing that game? We could still play it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I was very happy when that guy at the bar tonight said that he was interested in KZ 900s and KZ 1000s. I know. Uh-huh. We might have found a home for our failed bike build-off bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, and, and when you said, I said eh, $400. I said $400, and he, he actually got legitimately himself. excited. <laughs> He's like, does it have a title? I said, you bet your ass it has a title. And he went, Whoa, KZ 1000 for 400 bucks." I was like, yeah, you, you, excited. Seen you ain't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, right. You're too excited. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You you can you too can own the privilege of owning a KZ1000. Beautiful thing is that it's already marked up to be stripped down and parted up. Incorrect. Yeah. Somebody somebody wrote yeah. <laughs> somebody wrote KZ900 all over a KZ1000 in yellow crayon. In yellow crayon and yellow marker. You know, machinist marker. They were getting, they were fitting to part this bitch out, and I got there apparently just in the right period, nick of time before they parted it out. Hey, but they marked it all wrong. So like they marked this thing KZ nine hundred everywhere, and meanwhile it's a KZ one thousand. So you're selling it to him cheap enough that he could enter the bike build off. Well, yeah. that was kind of the direction I was heading when I was speaking to him. I said, you know, I'm selling it to you for four hundred dollars. You could, if your intentions are noble, that you really do plan on resurrecting this motorcycle. This is the best reason ever to resurrect this motorcycle. To be like, a, a team gave up on this thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> a team gave up on it and said, I'm not building this fucking thing. It's too much trouble. And I bought it, and I fucking resurrected it. So <clears throat> if we want shit, I would immediately hand it to him just for resurrecting the project we bailed on. <laughs> yeah, we want it. Yeah. Fuck him. He deserves it. <laughs> if he shows up with the bike running, he wins. Yeah. yeah. We'll stack I'll nap. buy him drinks all night. Nah, we'll just make him win. That's all. James, James was like, no, we picked that bike over there. Fuck you. He's winning. <laughs> You don't understand. That was going to be our eBay throwaway. <laughs> he bought it and rescued it. So, uh, how's the new project bike going? Shut up. Shut up. Hey, that thing's moving quick. You see it moved all the way from over here to over there. <laughs> it did. Hey, yep. and the motor's still free. The motor's Whoa. still unstuck. That's right. It hasn't got of course, any it might be stuck. It might be stuck up with midges right now. Right, that's yeah. true, man. Yeah. 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 Take some compressed air to that. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. That's going to be a sweetheart. I rode my bike back from Pennsylvania. You did? <laughs> are you calling is that are you calling that your bike build off bike? Yeah. Oh, I should have never done that. What? Oh, <laughs> it's your bonus bike. Yeah. Oh. That's my bike. You're gonna beat me with a bike I paid for. You're an asshole. Oh, what a dick move. Oh man, it is gorgeous. I was, I mean, I was buying it either way. Right. You know? In your defense, I was just the enabler. Yeah. No, John, you need to buy that bike. Well, Phil, I don't know if I can buy the bike. No, you are going to fucking buy that bike. This is your bonus. You're buying this bike. I couldn't stand the idea of you having a hookup with a bike and not being able to buy it for any possible reason whatsoever. Uh, thank you. No, fuck that, man. That's just kind of like, you're just like, man, if I can't have that girl, you should. <laughs> oh god, been there. My. <laughs> She's in Pennsylvania, though. <laughs> Hey, then you have to ride her home. <laughs> hey! One state rule. One state rule? <laughs> oh, man. How long has that gotten butchered? Because for a while it was a 300-mile rule. Yeah. Right? Well, that was code of the road. Code of the road. Yeah. yeah. Code of the road, right? Yeah. 300-mile rule. It was a state line rule. When I lived in Florida, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> in South Florida. It's like, right. Oh, state line rule. Oh, I gotta go to 
From Puerto Rico? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta Cuba. go to Cuba? Yeah, Cuba's closer than Alabama. Oh my god. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't know, man, those Cuban ladies. That's a joke. It's a joke. Right. <laughs> yeah. The 300 mile rule doesn't exist. That's all a myth. Yeah. It's, no. Never happened. Nobody's ever done that. Nope. Successfully. And there's nothing that ever stays in Vegas, because nothing ever happens in Vegas. You don't need to leave it there. Well, you, drink, it, you drink and gamble. You're drinking. Yeah, yeah, you know what stays in Vegas? Your money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what stays in Vegas. Yeah. And Joe Howard, you can have that. Right. <laughs> Your money stays in Vegas. They like it. They didn't build those, those nope. casinos in good intentions. What, what are you guys riding? I got Bajaj. Uh, Cheetek? Yeah, Cheetek uh, 2005. It's a four-stroke. Four-stroke? It's a four-stroke. Yeah. Four-stroke? Yeah. I heard Stella started making them. Do you have a POC yeah. pipe Actually. on that bike? No, uh, no, I don't. It's nice and quiet. Ooh. It is nice and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> nice and quiet. <laughs> Did you tell him about like the POC pipe on the stuff? Oh, uh, I think he oh, saw the YouTube oh, video. I saw the video. Yeah. Oh, on the yeah. four-stroke? The four-stroke. Yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, the YouTube video. The, yeah. By POC pipe, you mean just that piece of, like, plumbing pipe that was yes. stuck? Uh, half of a POC that, pipe. Yeah, yeah. Ba- basically the thing that made what was super loud louder. Yeah. The point is, we've already achieved our proof of concept. Right. So Maybe the next step is actually phase two prototyping. Actually, my favorite line was like, and if it's too loud for you, we'll include some free earplugs. For the whiners. <laughs> yeah. For the whiners. <laughs> I've decided I will make it loud. It, it won't be real loud, but it'll be loud. Oh, no more that. smokes. Oh, are you out of smokes? I'm out of smokes. Oh. I'm almost out of smokes. Here, yeah, I got a... Oh, there you go. Oh, See? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, a friend in need is a friend in need. Alex is the champion. So, Shane, you bought a new bike. You just got a new CB350. That... <coughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I traded uh, my Bajaj Legend. Traded his Bajaj four-stroke. <laughs> the Robocop. No, no, no. I traded the Robocop. <laughs> yeah. the, the completely shouldn't have ever been titled anywhere bike. Yeah. That was one of those bikes that was truly in, in this... When somebody says something is a gray market bike, you think all kinds of different things. Your mind conjures images of a gray market motorcycle, some some elusive piece of Japanese domestic market mana that we can't get our Something hands on. Something really cool that Something wasn't allowed in the U.S. beautiful and sweet no. that made 150 horsepower out of a you know 400 cc motor that was not and it. weighed 212 pounds. Mm. Yep. No, that you was... don't think about a container of bajajai coming in from India. <laughs> Four strokes. Wow. Is that plural for bajaj? I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> Bajaji, Haji, Bajaji, Well, some guy brought in a container of Bajesus. Actually, I think plural for Bajaj is Rochester, New York. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's like deer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Mind you, a guy who now has a Bajaj, who is probably listening to this podcast. <laughs> Of course he is. Disregard all. Yeah, no more. It's now legal because Shane played dumb. And no, he's got a title. Yeah. Once you get yeah. a title, it's like the absolute act of cleansing. Mm-hmm. I, I told the guy the whole story. He's like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." You can yeah. accept Christ on your deathbed, not have as clean a sheet as you do when you got a clean Ohio title. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, dude, but I got a clean Ohio title. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so there's blood on the front fender. <laughs> you get a clean Ohio title, and it doesn't fine. say salvage on it. You're right. Good. Oh, you're good. You're golden. So yeah, so you traded that, mm-hmm. and then what do you? You're riding your Stella, right? Stella, yeah. Stella. Yeah. And do you have a Seto Plus on that, or a stock oh, exhaust as well? No, I have a Seto Plus. Yeah. Because he he likes getting where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go for the carb too? No, he's still tuning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tune that thing up. Oh yeah, I've got I got room. <clears throat> To 24 mil carb. So That's what box. Joe did. That's what Joe Howard did. Yeah, we yeah, put yeah. the 24 mil on his. It's, it's nasty. A, it's a front yeah. wheel in the air all the time, kind of. Like <laughs> yeah. Even just, though he's got 
26 his, mirrors. Yeah, his, phone <laughs> yeah. his won't go in the air because <laughs> all the mirrors are <laughs> <the way laughs> the 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 spotlights and shit. Yeah. But it will <clears throat> throw a nasty wheelie when you ask him to. Yeah, he's not a mod. He just puts that shit on because he's a professional comedian and he likes to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's got a baby blue Stella with loads of mirrors <laughs> and headlights on it. It's a full mod Stella. Yeah. Baby blue. Spare tire, the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> back. Yeah. And a, a handlebar handle mustache. A handlebar mustache that you, you <laughs> dive for. It's huge. Is that where the spare tire is? He can hang a tire off each side. Well, I rode your Bajaj the other day and it, it, even with the stock pipe on it which has the catalytic converter in it, it's still through the front wheel near pretty happily. Yeah, you seem so. to be having fun. Right? No, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. You actually let him feel. ride for Josh. <laughs> I love other people's bikes. Because <laughs> <laughs> all he does when he gets on those is wheelie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the way it works. Yeah. It's like it's fun. This is give folks the idea of how uneven this ride was. We're all right. We got a CB350, yeah, a GS550. Yeah. I'm riding a CB200. CB200, right. A couple of scooters. Right. And what has Phil showed up on? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to roll out the Buell M2 Cyclone. Yeah. I, thought was, I thought that'd be, you know, fair fight. Well, yeah. I figured, since I saw what you guys were riding, it's I would need... it got a force winder and a yeah. I would need the factory works, ex- you know, suspension to keep up with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was fun. When he hits the throttle, bolts of lightning shoot out of it. And just with noise and yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitutes should come out of the tailpipe. <laughs> the faster you go. Because the bike sounds like an asshole. It does. It does. The bike sounds like everybody's favorite asshole. You're like, oh, that guy again. Oh, yeah. here he comes on his low rider. That's not a low rider. It's like, what the fuck is that? Some sport bike sounds like a Harley. What kind of bike yeah, do you put on that thing? Well, that's like living in, in our neighborhood. In our neighborhood, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here comes they, another they, asshole. Yeah, they're all around. And right. he's like, I hear I hear our, our neighbor Justin down the street. He's a friend of ours. He's a great guy. You know, but you can hear when he fires his bike up to get it going, it's just this Harley hit and miss engine. Yeah. He's, yeah, trying, he's trying to idle it down the street and it's still... Right. Yeah, still ridiculous. 900 decibels. Yeah. Every he's time trying, the spark plug fires, a potato shoots out of the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to be respectful, and your right. windows are still vibrating. You know, it's like, just get it over with. Get off the street, goddamn. I'd rather have 10 seconds of agony than this half hour of misery. Yeah, so we turned down Jaycox, and I kind of took a little wide because I was I dumped it in the first gear, and I kind of lost the rear tire because I was going about 30. Because I knew Phil was going to jump on it immediately. I did no such thing. And, yes, you did. <laughs> and it's downhill, so I, I'm I got a little bit of jump. It's downhill. I'm in first gear, which winds out over eleven grand. And second gear, third gear is like no, just go to fourth. <laughs> I never had my bike over six thousand RPM. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> and mind you, Phil is. Half a mile ahead of me, and I'm <coughs> giving the CV 550 or the GS 550 everything it's got, and it's crying, and I'm trying to hold on for dear life. And, and meanwhile, I'm keeping up on the CV 350, <laughs> really trying full talk, full talk on yeah. the CV 350, full talk. Like I will catch them, I will catch yeah. them by God. Which, which, by the way, check the. You, uh, you should really attend to the wheel bearings on that thing and the chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I noticed when we were over at two bucks. I was sitting there before we got on the bike. I didn't want to tell you, but it's got a couple kinks in the chain. One's like a mountain. <laughs> oh, and you didn't want to tell me. I didn't want to yeah. tell you. Yeah, a I could, little wear in. I, I could feel that every now and then when the rear wheel would skip on me. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I just skipped about two inches. Either right, or went you know? over a child. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Small rodent. Something. 
something. You know? <laughs> so did you figure out what happened with your Lake Erie Loop bike? I mean, you just rode that bike 650 miles nonstop. I'm afraid to look. I don't know. I'm okay. hoping it just ran out of gas. I didn't have that tank on it when I did the, the Loop. Loop? So okay. I don't know if maybe the reserve isn't working, although I cleaned that Petcock through yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, like yeah. That All tank right. was a go, but... It just basically stopped running on one cylinder, ran right. on the ran on the left cylinder for a while, for a while, then, then stopped running on that. Well, that's fuel delivery. Even problem. even after I flipped it over to reserve, didn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah. So then it, I ground it to a stop because I'm like, oh, I'm right. keep goes until it dies. Right. <laughs> I laid it down on the ground, flopped it back for the up extra reserve to try yeah. super reserve <laughs> over there, yeah. and super then. Reserve. Uh, it fired up, and I went a little further, and I made it a little bit, and then yeah. sitting there at the light after I shook it around a yeah. bunch, and it, it was running pretty good from, from there to here, so I think Caught it's just... air bubble in your petcock or something. Something Weird. like that. I don't know. You know, I jiggled around the wires and stuff like that, but that has a single set of points, right. so one it really point. is not going to cut out on no. one cylinder and run good on Well, like, with the way that's set up, if it cut out in one cylinder and then cut out in the other one eventually, then that would be fuel delivery. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's just I need to fill up the gas, but I put gas in it, and I don't know, I guess... Well, there seems to be gas splashing around. Yeah, maybe just it's not... I don't think the reserve is working. I'm going to pull the fuel lines off and see if it's... So you might be on only, yeah. and there's some gas in the bottom you can't ever get to. Yeah, I think so. I do. I can tell you right now, empirically, empirical data, that a Honda CB 500, <laughs> mm-hmm. Honda CB 500, can hold <coughs> exactly 3.8 gallons of gas. <laughs> exactly. You know. Because I fucking know. Because <laughs> you were late for work. Ask me how I know. Because <laughs> apparently, reserve won't get you from my shop and back to my shop yeah. like you think it will. It'll get you to Columbia. Right. And then you're on the side of the road doing that whole lean the bike on its side, lay the bike over, get that free little bit of gas that's hiding well, the in the right side. The CB200 was real easy. I was, yeah. I laid it down on the ground, set it on the handlebars, and put it right back up. I'm like, yeah. That's no, I had people pulling over because I had to lean over that Fort Knox bike yeah, yeah. with that giant gold blingy fairing on it and that giant Jesus Christ backrest. And I'm leaning this awful looking 70s tribute bike. <laughs> if Prince had a brother who was a fucking OG gangsta, Prince would have the purple bike and the OG Gangsta be riding this blinged out, you know, 73 CB500. And it is blinged, but uh, it's not. You know, they, it takes gas to run. I thought the CB200 <laughs> was a safe bet because I ran. Yeah, it just did 650 miles. miles. Right. You know for a fact it just went 650 uh, miles went through, you know, four states with that sketchy ass seat you got on there. That is a great seat, by the way. And until you sit on it, don't knock it because it has an inner tube folded up. I like inside. the fact that you have an air ride suspension <laughs> built out of an inner tube folded up inside the seat. It, it, the only thing that didn't hurt was. It's like, was dude, my you got ass. a Schrader valve on your seat. Is this an air hawk? No, it's not an air hawk. Yeah, it costs zero. It costs zero dollars. It costs the tube that we had laying around. And it's actually a three by eighteen tube. So. Is it really a three by eighteen so, tube? So fucking, if you need it, you brought your own tube. I got an extra tube. That's genius. Your own. Why haven't? Why doesn't Royal Enfield do something like that? They're so creative. Other ways. There you go. They should have an air ride seat that uses a tube for the motorcycle. Perfect. Well, could, you could just adjust your seat while you're at the gas station. Go to the air for seventy-five cents. You know, pss, anybody just. who's ever driven an old Volkswagen knows that you get into a, a nasty rainstorm or you know one of those winter situations, and you forget to put air in your front tire because your front tire was also the air supply for the squirters. Yeah, yes. yeah that's brilliant. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that you'd like to have a flat right now, but it seems you used your squirters too much last week, and now you have no air in your tire. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then we have a question about what a good first bike we was did. for people. Yeah. In fact, uh, it was uh, one of our podcast listeners that sent us some really great email uh, with three or four topic suggestions that were great. But the one I'm going to pull is for a guy that's never owned a motorcycle before. He's bike curious, as we say. <laughs> he's never been there. Has he ridden it all? He's he's scooters, anything, moped. No, but he's really into the idea of getting a bike. <clears throat> okay. okay. And he wants to know what the first bike should be. Now he's got kind of a lean towards the vintage, otherwise he wouldn't be listening to our fucking podcast. Mm. Right? No shit. So or he's just one of those guys that just one of those Polish guys that just happened upon it apparently according to our There's numbers. a lot of Polish guys that listen in, in Norway. We're huge in Norway. You mean outside of Parma? Poland. Outside yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, Poland is our number three country. Wow. Of of listening. So far I haven't Behind checked the I haven't, Soviet Union and Canada, because uh, nobody in America's listening. Much. No, it's uh, <laughs> no, America's number one, Canada's two. <laughs> Poland is, Poland is number three. Pol- consistently three. Well, thank you funny. to our Polish nice. listeners. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, I haven't checked our, our analytics in a while. Yeah, What is the Polish cheer? Like the, I have no idea. The uh, Stravia. 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 There you go. Excellent. I thought that was Russian. Russian. I don't know. Uh, Great. They all speak it. Now we're going to get hate mail from the Polish, too. <coughs> yeah, it's fine. So anyway's question was exactly, exactly. what do you, what, <laughs> what do you guys... Listeners. What's that? <laughs> there goes your Polish There goes my Polish yeah. listeners. Uh, our Polish listeners. And the Serbian <laughs> listeners are like, yes! Dog those fuckers. The dingus. Fuck, our Polish advertising. <laughs> and our German numbers just went way up. Our German numbers just went through the roof. Yeah, exactly. I think Germany's number four. So really? They're okay. gonna See, they've been trying to knock Poland yeah, out for a while. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're pushing yeah. to number three now. Well, they've got six, 60, 70 years of trying to get Poland out of <laughs> Poland's now got motorcycles. They don't have horses. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh-huh. Well, they have horses with wheels. But we will get some eventually. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm not. I said it. I own it. It's fine. I'll take it. Hey, we didn't say fag yet. <laughs> hey! Oh, damn! Damn it! Oh, you're not allowed to say fan, you have to say Camaro! Camaro! <laughs> we didn't say Camaro yet. Right. <laughs> Fucking Camaro? <laughs> that shit's Camaro. That shit is Camaro. <laughs> anyway. So, what's the best bike, first bike for a first time rider or a new rider who's into vintage? But he, that's the trick, is he's into vintage. So, we had a knee jerk reaction. Should we go around the room? Go ahead. Shane. Uh, CB400A. A. Oh, you're picking you the A. Yes. Damn. CM400. But CM400. Yeah. Automatic. I didn't even think about that. Well, okay. I helped my buddy buy one of those, and it was his first bike, and he rode the shit out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I do some electrical. And work. you can't break them. Yeah. Well, well, wait. Wait. All right. We, we, we should step back really quick. Is this for just riding or riding uh, and he wrenching? Just said, no, he just said the best. For he riding. didn't specify anything beyond that. He just said the best. All right. So, okay. <clears throat> Dustin, what's your, what's your that's the M400A? That's a fucking sleeper. That is can't brilliant. Wait, that's fucking brilliant. God damn it! Any one of the Honda A's? Yeah, come on. I mean, you have two to choose from. It's it's a yeah over, <laughs> overpowerful twist and go. <laughs> now, have you ever ridden one? No. Okay, I have. You've ridden them. Yes. I've ridden them. Yes. Every once in a while, a customer will bring one to the shop. It's an automatic transmission. Yes. Either a 400 or a 750. Well, you get and actually the automatic part of it's. It's a two-speed. Yeah, it's a two-speed. Okay. Okay. It's a two-speed. The 750 is a three-speed. Three-speed, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So how it works is, on the very bottom, click, click, click down, is neutral. One click up is first. Next clip up, click is second. In this case, the 750, third. The clutch is fully automatic. Okay? 
You have so, a speed so you don't have but no pull. attack. Instead and you have attack, no clutch lever. You don't yeah. no clutch lever. No or clutch that's lever. That's a rear brake that you can set as a parking brake. <coughs> on, right, on the four hundred. You can use that one and park it as a rear brake. So here's how I nearly killed myself on that particular motorcycle that the customer brought. I went through my normal test ride, you know, down the metro parks, through the corners, come up, neighborhood ride, the whole deal through Tangletown and stuff. Did my normal ride. So when I go through turns, I have a natural tendency to downshift. So what I do is I downshift whilst I'm in the turn, so I'm not imparting power to the rear wheel while I'm turning. But then I'm ready for that lower gear when I stand up out of the turn. Once I clear the turn, give it gas. So I do that on the CM400A. But I've downshifted myself in neutral, but I didn't know it. (laughs) Because you fucking don't know it. Because on any other bike, you'd just be in the next lower gear at that point. So I'm in neutral, but I don't think I'm in neutral. So of course I go to give it power, and I give it power, and it just goes. And you, but grab, it doesn't, and you grab the clutch. No, I didn't go anywhere. I just fucking didn't go anywhere. So I'm leaned over, and I go to give it power, and I'm leaned over like the type of a guy that's going to be leaned over and give it power, which means a little too far. And instead of giving it power, I didn't give it any power. I just made noise. So I didn't go faster, but I was already leaned over for the ongoing faster position. And I didn't go faster, I went slower. And you know what happens when you're leaned over that far and you go slower? You bounce up the pavement. Pretty much. <laughs> so that left leg came out real quick. I did a little flat tracker impersonation. <laughs> Woo! Goddamn exactly what I did it. one out of the two bucks tonight. When Shane <laughs> Shane cut a little too hard on his turn. Oh, did he nerf you? Yeah, and I'm trying to let the clutch out on that 350, which is really sticky. Yeah. It was not getting any grab, no. so I had to, I had to drop a, a leg. A superbike leg? Yeah, and a superbike leg. Just a little, just a little slack. Hey, it bounced so off. So, Dustin, what do you got? What's your first? Well, I mean, I was might be kind of a general range of bikes. Yeah. And I would just say the CB Twins. You know, CB200, CB350. Just saying, CB350 at that Yeah, and... and it's high or low, they're all the same fucking bike. Basically. Right, and I'm thinking, but my thought on it was when you asked the question was more from a, a mechanical like, I want to ride this bike, I want right. to work on this bike. And most people who would be into that would be into that. Yeah, because right? you know, you know it kind of goes wanna, with it. Yeah, when you start working on a bike, you know, a CB Twin, right? You know, is a great platform to start with, right? As far as just tuning everything and learning how to tune everything, yeah. So, I mean, I would just say that general range. And, I mean, if I had to put a specific bike, I would say a CB350 because, you know, well, they sold, what, 350,000 of them in the States? There's a ridiculous there's, number. There's there. parts available right. everywhere. There's no shortage parts. I think between the four of us, we have at least 200,000. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I have... We have know, the Midwest <laughs> production run in our Yeah, if, yeah if, if this was a video podcast, right. I could like, start breaking over open crates and like show you full motors. Right. That no, I, I, I definitely agree with the 350, That's yes. totally noble choice. But if, if you're not a mechanic... Right. And you don't know crap about, like, they're talking, like, oh, why should we come over to the podcast? We don't know shit all about it. Right. Uh, I understand that. If you didn't, it's kind of like, I don't know, you're younger, you buy a Volkswagen Bug. Volkswagen Bugs are cool. Right. What do you do within the first week of having a Volkswagen Bug? You learn you how have to work on it. It's <laughs> yeah. exactly. That happened to you when I was 16. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. You're over at your girlfriend's house, and you're like, okay, yeah. bye, Dad, bye, girlfriend, and <laughs> nothing. 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 Yeah. Okay, I hope the driveway is tilted so I can roll it back and bump Pop. start it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true, man. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I would pick as far as a good bike to, I mean, to. If you want one that's mechanically sound, right? If you were, if you were to go, oh, yeah. 
out of your stock that right. you have of the CB twins oh, we have, at your shop. shop. Yeah, and, and you, you buy, buy a nice one, running yeah. one. Yeah. And just take off and run on it. Right. It's a great bike to learn how to run on. Mm-hmm. But also, if it's if you are interested in mechanics right. and want to learn, and with the power of the internet, right, there's so much information. It's about there's an unreasonable bike. amount of information. Yeah. In fact, it's almost gotten to the point of too much misinformation where you need to kind of dig through and learn. You know that certain things that they tell you about the CB350 are not necessarily true. And we won't get that. That might be a whole That's other a podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into how that. Dustin found his way to know everything <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't buy for a CB three hundred and fifty. Yeah, how I learned how to do everything wrong and then do it right again. Yeah. So, John, what's your ultimate beginner bike? Your ultimate <sighs> entry to the world of? Well, I started out on dirt bikes. Exactly. So right. If you have the opportunity to get a chance, you know, to ride off road a little bit. Uh, your uncle's farm or something like that. Because grass doesn't hurt as much as pavement. Get a little dirt bike or something like that and learn how to ride in the grass and stuff. Well, that uh, is technically how I learned how to ride, too. It is so. an excellent idea, yeah. which brings, you know, comes <coughs> to mind that you can buy yourself a little dual sport, like the TT, uh, XT225 XT or something yeah. like that. Lightweight, nimble, wide bars, yeah. easy to handle. Super easy to For ride. some riders, though, they might be a little tall on the inseam just because, you know, some they're dirt bikes really are tall. Pretty tall. But, like, yeah. that, that XT225 was not really that tall. I think tall, it's a genius you know? motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, Honda has the CRF230. But, again, that depends on how much. And that's money now. Yeah, that's yeah. money. You're not going to get that for 500 bucks, you know. Yeah. yeah. But there's plenty of older ones. Like, you could get, like, an old, you know, XL125 or something like that. A little harder to find. Mm-hmm. But I agree totally with Dustin about, you know, the, the Honda Twins. Yep. Uh, the 350s are great. If you're really going to work on them and you don't need to, like, go on the highway, the 175s and the 200 that I have, yeah. the carbs are a little bit simpler and stuff like that. They're just a round slide carburetor. But they really, you know, taking them on the highway, yeah, I, right. I did that. But yeah, did. Right. <laughs> you can do that, but yeah, it's, it's more of an around-the-town yeah. type of bike. But it's smaller, lighter, nimbler, and they're bulletproof. So. Right. They're bulletproof. Uh, but some of the well, like you said like tonight, a, when you think you push your Honda too far, no, you no, didn't. You no, didn't. no, no. Just hold it there. Yeah, <laughs> there. Uh, and we were talking about singles too, yeah. like maybe like a, an FT500 Ascot or something right. like that mm-hmm. for a little bigger bike. But really heavier, someone's bigger got bike. one of those. <clears throat> really simple to work on, a single oh, okay. carb and okay. stuff like that. Well, that's when, another thing I've been seeing on Craigslist popping up are the Buell Blasts. Uh, like, yeah, that's a pretty neat little bike, and they're coming up for like twenty three hundred dollars. Which you know, oh, man, I've seen for less than that. I've seen yeah. for under two they're, grand. They're coming for like under two grand. Yeah. Yeah, running with a title. It's a very fresh bike. It's very new. And the problem with that is, it is kind of a, a dealer support bike, though. Right. You're not going to be able to do. I mean, for a new rider, you're not just going to crack open the Chilton's or the Haynes manual and dig into this, you know, 20 year lexicon of how to fix your bike. Right. And that's one of those things that for a newer rider, it'll probably run great. Um, but but when it breaks, you're kind of. If it I breaks, guess it sort of depends on whether you like or, if you're buying a fixer upper that you right. want to fix up, or if you're just looking to buy a bike where. Here, I paid X number of dollars. Now, right. if it's if it's running good when I buy it, it should be running good for the, you know long enough to let me learn how to ride. Oh it, yeah, it, you know? absolutely. I thought the same thing when I came into this discussion. As soon as I read his email, I immediately did the same thing. I was like, "Boom, CB three fifty, no brainer, done." Yeah. Okay. Next. And if you once you get or if you buy a good running CB three fifty, there's no reason to believe that it won't run good. You know. Yeah. Most of like buying a CB three fifty is picking up the fact that. It's Why like, was it parked 20 it, years ago? It, it yeah. parked, got parked 20 <laughs> right. years ago just because or because there was some little problem. But once right. you get it running and running good, yeah. you really don't have a whole lot of... Well, the more I thought about it, the more I came into that mindset was we have a lot of people in the scooter community that all say, Phil, I want you to sell me or I want to buy a 60 Vespa. 
you know, a 60-ish Vespa. I have this bike of my dreams. And when I came into it, that's kind of what we did because that's all there fucking was. And there wasn't, you know, you didn't have your choice of a lot of different bikes, so you bought whatever was hanging around for low-hanging fruit for four or five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, they're cheap. Right. Yeah. And the trick was that was what you had to do, so that's what you had to do. Now, with more modern things that are available that are more reliable, I tell people who come into the store that are looking for that 60-ish Vespa, look, man, if you buy that bike, there's a strong chance that it's not going to be reliable. There's a strong chance it's going to need some shit done to it. And this whole time that you're <coughs> watching bright, sunny days go by, when you're turning wrenches on this thing, you might lose your enthusiasm for the whole thing. And we've lost a lot of people that I've sold bikes to that were unique fixer-uppers. And we never saw them again. These are people that just got frustrated, they couldn't make it through the project, and they sold it off, and we never saw them again. So now I've kind of turned, and I usually tell people, if you really want a vintage bike, buy two. Buy the vintage bike for your weekend project thing. But then buy something that's reliable. I don't care. I don't care if it's a Bajaj. I don't care if it's a seven hundred dollar Bajaj Legend or a a used Buddy or a used, you know, Honda Elite one twenty five two stroke. Yeah. Elite CH80, right. CH80, right? They never die. Right? <laughs> if we weren't talking that's about first time I met the point you, is yeah. right. we, were, we were rolling down the road. Yeah. Know? So I was using that kind of a logic where you can have a scooter that you can ride, and then a scooter that you can actually repair to keep you kind of like in both worlds. Yeah. So you got reliability, but then you've also got your project. But you can still get the work, right? Yeah. You, yeah. You're not gonna not. Get you're not to gonna work. get street cred to work, but but you're getting you'll to get work. to work. Yeah. 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 You can only yeah. not get to work. Yeah. You can only not get to work so many times before having a bike ain't fun anymore. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about with the CB350. So my brain took a left turn, and uh, a long time ago, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, I had an other wife, and my other wife wanted a motorcycle. And mind you, at the time, I had a Harley-Davidson motorcycle, and I had a Vespa P200. Because when I got back from Germany, I really wanted a Vespa, really badly. It wasn't as easy to Wait, get. Wait, so you tell me you had two unreliable bikes. <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing was, I bought this Vespa because my friend had one in Germany that I got hooked on. And when I got back to America, I found one, had to do some work to it. But my wife, who's German and lived around Vespas her whole life, had no desire to own a Vespa whatsoever. She's like, fuck that, I just came from there. I've been looking at these things since I was born. I have no desire to have a Vespa. So I asked her what she really wanted to have. And what she really wanted to have was a super reliable back-and-forth-to-work motorcycle. And what we bought for her was a Suzuki GS450E. Nice. Okay, it was like a 1980. It looked like a prop from the set of maybe the first <coughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yep. Uh, it had totally. a seat that looked like a Lego it's block. The, it's about the era. Yeah. yeah. It had a seat that looked like a Lego block. It had some strange, overly, overly ornate mag wheels. Not a spoke to be found anywhere in the bike. Nothing you could rub chrome polish on on the entire motorcycle. Shane's sitting here going like, you're describing well, my and motorcycle. Well, it told you. Yeah. <laughs> it was describing a, my pentagram well, bag. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Right, yeah. It was a parallel twin. It told you what gear you were in. Yep, yep. With a with a display that was <laughs> yep. infinitely <LED> accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> this little motorcycle I bought for for about six hundred dollars in factory mint condition. And if I remember correctly, it was silver with oh, a green and one. blue pinstripe that was pure eighties perfection. It had narrowish tires. It was very lightweight and very easy to ride, but it was damn near impossible to stall. As far as I'm convinced, the motor was a sealed unit. 
<laughs> One modular it. component, never to be cracked or tampered with, <laughs> yeah. ever. Do not change oil. Do not change oil. <laughs> do not do anything. Right? Ride. It had yeah. a set of exhausts on it that were factory exhausts that I'm convinced to this day, Suzuki in the late 70s and 80s, had chrome plating that couldn't be beat. Yeah. Like, this, th- these things looked perfect. Oh, they beat it got right. chrome. Yeah. yeah, it was like triple dipped. <laughs> It was way overdone, and they were heavy. They were like 40 pounds. But that motorcycle, for her, who was just learning to ride, ended up being a godsend. Now, it was ugly. Square headlight. Like, it was not a pretty-looking motorcycle. And so is this your pick? Well, I am guess I'm <laughs> going to say that you could probably get that motorcycle, because there's no collector value to it whatsoever. Yeah. Zero collector value. <laughs> exactly. You could find them with 4,000 miles on them all over the place. Yeah. It's super easy to ride, and you'll probably not have to put anything into it for a long, long time. So, and it's right, and it's 15 years newer <coughs> than most of the CBs and stuff that we're looking at. <coughs> yeah. So realistically, a set of tires, this thing's probably going to run a long, long time. That had an electronic ignition. Oh yeah, electronic yeah. ignition from yeah. the factory. I mean, this is a bike that you don't need to dick with at all. So I guess I was thinking about that. And for her, for her first bike back then, that would have been like 1989, 1990. That was really, I think we paid 600 bucks for it, but it just doesn't break, it doesn't fail. It's got no style or character whatsoever. <laughs> so the good thing is, it's reliable, but it makes you want something better. Backyard. Yeah, you can pee in the backyard or the side. Yeah, I was gonna go to the side. Don't still the pee in the backyard. kids' toys. Or pool. Yeah, just don't, yeah, just in the grass. Don't pee right. in the pool. All right. And uh, so I guess I was thinking about it. I had this radical left-hand turn, and then the part of me that turned the left-hand turn was to make the bike not cool. Because your first bike should never be cool, otherwise you'll never get to your second bike. Right, yeah. <laughs> if your first bike's too cool... It's like your first car, you had to drive the... Uh, um, the Dodge Omni, right? Ford Fairmont, right? I mean, yeah, Ford oh, Fairmont and Dodge Omni. You can't get two of the worst you are not having sex cars on the planet. <laughs> hey, Ford I Fairmont... I had plenty of sex in my Ford Escort. <laughs> then there's another one, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, you're better than I am because I had no sex in my you're getting a lot more sex than no car at all. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I, I I resorted to saying just go dumb it down, just dumb it down to the lowest level. Didn't Suzuki That's have like a four twenty six at one point too? Like a, a Hemi? Year? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a Hemi in it. That <laughs> I worked with brought in carbs and I cleaned them for him. He's like, yeah, it's a one year, like it's a four twenty six. Weird. Like, you sure it's not a four fifty and it just says right. No, it's like a four. Like really? A said four twenty six. I'm not that familiar with Suzuki's. I've never been a huge fan, but that particular bike that I bought for her uh, was impeccable. I mean, it was truly dead reliable. You couldn't fault it, and it had that factor of being so amazingly uncool that it made you want to. It was reliable, but it made you desperately want something cooler. Yeah. Well, what's the flip side of the coin? What are some bikes you probably shouldn't buy? If oh you're, shit! If you're, if you're a new no, rider, God. Like, forget about anything with four cylinders. Well, how many times have we ran people that always want to buy their first Harley? Yeah. Mm. Like you can't <clears throat> fucking buy a first Harley, man. I, yeah. I'll be the first one to tell Most you. Most people who own Harleys, they like some of our bikes because, right. oh, that's the bike I started on. My uh, first Harley was a '72 Harley Davidson Sportster, and it taught me how to work on Harley Davidsons. Mm-hmm. Now I still obviously love Sportster motors, but my choice of the Buell. But as far as motorcycle goes, I hated that motorcycle. 
And then when I got my second Harley, the Lowrider, it was more of the same. It was AMF nightmare, you know. So I kind of, if if anybody wanted to say, let's make a person not like Tone Harley Davidsons, you couldn't have done a better thing for me than make me buy two of them. <laughs> great <laughs> things, both like, AMF bikes, <laughs> like an RD three fifty or an RD four hundred or something. Yeah, probably not. Boy, a that's bike. a terrible bike to buy as a first bike. Yeah, yeah. Not oh my god, it's yeah. a lot of blast once you learn how to ride. Oh, but. very untractable too, because none of them ran good under five thousand RPM because yeah. of labyrinth seals and things like so that. Do any like the two stroke, even like yeah, the two stroke multi cylinder bikes are a nightmare <laughs> for a new rider because you're going to either crash it. Or blow it up real quick. There are also some like one-off bikes, like the uh, Yamaha XS400. Like, yeah. yeah, you might find one out there, but, but you'll there never find a whole lot for it. There yeah. a whole lot made. And yeah. Actually, I have a friend who's going to join the build off. He's got a 400. An XS400? I sent my last one to Japan. They came and bought it and took it home. He fucking cut it in hardtail. Really? Wow. It might wow. be a great bike. I've never personally ridden one, but that would just be my casual observation. <clears throat> the one that I bought had less than 1,800 miles on it and already had Shimano index steering. Wow. <laughs> Shimano. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things that it was either going straight or turning. Nothing in between. Yeah. And you would fight the fucker to try and make it lean into a turn. And you'd go, and it would drop. <laughs> just clump. And it was so great. CX was. As soon as you put yep. the thing up on the center stand, it was like, yeah, the CX500 you had, yeah, perfect that was example. equally mm-hmm. as bad as the Shimano Index Steering. <laughs> and also perfectly straight. Yeah. It was at zero degrees. Yeah. The, the Yamaha I bought was the same way. Zero I would degrees. say, uh, <clears throat> I, I think my personal thing on, and this is just a taste thing, on uh, first bikes not to buy, yeah. or any bike not to buy, is any bike with the word custom. Customs, in yeah, the name. yeah. Customs, yeah. If yeah. it has, if they had to put the word custom on it to yeah. define it, yeah, that's it's probably a pretty hard bike to buy for a first bike. Uh, well, and it's just because all the ones that said custom, right, in the late seventies, early eighties, right. were when the Japanese tried to start tried making to bikes Harley that looked like sportsters. Yeah. It's kind of a bad posture too for learning how to ride. You're not it is yeah. the buckhorn handlebars. Yeah. they're terrible. very hard to ride. The oh. uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Please do. Well, the, the other thing is, first bike, this kind of comes back to you guys because it's what you rode tonight. And getting into your first bike, let's say you have an automatic car, you're very utilitarian, you've got your Honda Civic, you drive to work. Right. I started, it goes, fuck it. Let's go. I want to get a motorcycle. Oh, shit. But I don't want to go too fast. I live close to work. I want to get something that's going to be easy on gas, blah, blah, blah. Buy a scooter. So I'm going to buy a scooter. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Any cool scooter is going to shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you think about any scooter that's going to shift, how hard is it? One hand to do everything. Right. Oh, it's yeah. pretty a genius system. It's, it comes it right down it's to amazing. It. Yeah. it is a brilliant system. No, I've never driven a stiff shift, stick shift car, but I can shift my scooter. Right. Oh, my God. The grip shift but scooter is a brilliant God. design. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. amazing. It's uh, a fantastically ma- magical to me that motorcycles aren't all grip shift to this day. Yeah. Because it works so well. Well, the yeah. the guy I took the the Bajaj the Bajaj Legend to and traded three fifty four. Yeah, he'd never ridden a bike like that before. Really? It huh. took a five minute tutorial. Of, and he was riding. Yes, it's got a title. Yeah. How does it shift? Here's so the next question. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. And it does. Where's work. the clutch? Yeah, it's right there. Really? Okay. Down the street. Yeah. But go. they're not no maintenance. I mean, the nature yeah. of it having cables. Anybody who's ever owned a bicycle knows. Bicycle cables occasionally need adjustments. In fact, like, yeah. that's why they have adjusters built into it. Yeah. 
And scooters are the exact same way. Barrel adjusters are your friends. Yeah. Is the CBR 600 a good first bike? Probably, probably not. <coughs> no. Isn't it, it's a little bit crazy in this country where... Yeah, when you, you go on go, Craigslist and it says CBR 600, great learner's bike. Kid, you can go get your permit... And if you had Rich Daddy or something like that, mm-hmm. you could turn around and go buy a Hayabusa right. or the most ridiculous bike and jump right on it, yep. having never ridden at Our, all. The graduated license system saves lives. I, I really yeah. have to, like, yeah. that The dealership I worked for years ago, I got in a lot of trouble because when people come in asking for a scooter, I would sell them a scooter. And what I got yelled at for was when people came in and asked for a scooter, new. No. I was supposed to sell them a Honda Shadow VLX because they made no money on scooters, but on Shadow VLXs they made like a, you know eleven hundred bucks. And if I couldn't sell them a Honda Shadow VLX, it was my job to sell them a Katana six hundred. <laughs> well, let me tell you something: for a new fucking rider to sell them a Katana six hundred or a Shadow VLX horsepower is just yeah. no. Katanas were always the down market. Katanas were the. I wish I was a GSXR and I kind of okay. look like a GSXR, yeah. but really I'm just a standard four-cylinder motorcycle. So they're not frightening. They're just what they are. Katanas oh, I, are Katanas. I, I see that shit on Craigslist all yeah. the time, though. It's like, great learner's bike. Well, and I'm like, how many people do we see at the shop no. who come in all the time and say, yeah, well, you know, I went in, I was looking for my first bike, so the dealer sold me a Yamaha V-Star 650. And that's everybody's, like, that's a lot of, I hate to say it, I'm going to sound <coughs> sex is a shit. But every five foot four woman that comes into my shop who's currently riding a motorcycle is riding a V Star 650. Yeah. And that's a heavy fucking bike. I mean, it's not but easy you can to sit ride. On it. Oh, their feet can touch the ground. You can they can't turn the handlebars. No. But their feet can hit the ground. I wish Ninja 250s were a little cheaper. It's hard. To, mm-hmm. You'd think for as many that have been out there. That used to be my go to bike, was like the 87 Ninja 250, that yeah. first couple of years. Yeah. when you could, And those Ninja 250s now are cheap as chips. And oh, they're, God, they're wonderful motorcycles. They are great motorcycles. Yeah, but the reason I didn't so cheap. The reason I didn't say it for a great first bike is because it technically is not remotely vintage. Yeah, no. I no. mean it's technically a sport bike, so we're going to leave that out of the fray. Yeah, but that's why I went with the GS four fifty, just because it, it is technically vintage. What it, vintage? It, I don't know. It, it's kind like of you thrown. said. It's of the vintage that says that. Yugos are going to be the next hot collector car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. Maybe we can attack it this way. That's the other thing. I've always tried to look at the sweet zone. Like, right. okay, what's 25 years old? What what's the get, next good What vintage? can I get historic plates for right. that nobody else is really right. looking at? Like, right. you know, what the they, curve. That, oh, yeah. 80, that 82, yeah. 84, Hurricanes. 85 year. Yeah, well, I mean, yep. Hurricanes. Well, what's, what's, <laughs> well, what's, what's 25 <laughs> years old today? I mean, it's nineteen. It's two thousand and twelve. What's two thousand eleven? Uh, the, the well, the er, the early hurricanes. They're what, all what happened exactly twenty five years ago? What bike was on the market exactly twenty five years ago? Well, well that would be nineteen eighty six. FT five hundred Ascot eighty three is twenty. But aren't we? Isn't eighty seven in the butter zone now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't eighty seven <coughs> legit now? That's insane. I got a set of carbs right there that I, that I just rebuilt for. A guy. I don't want to be a dick, but eighty seven. You could buy a V Max and put historical plates on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I got blown away today. A motorcycle that up until last year hadn't changed since '87. Well, I was looking at a, a since '87, a, a 1000, a Hurricane 1000, yeah. and I was like, I could buy that. And a few, circle few, few, few One of those big silver bullet hurricanes. Yeah, the, like the, oh, the two tone. Devastating. The two tone. Well, the, this is like the white and silver one, like yeah. the 
You know, almost looks like a Pacific Coast is only faster. <laughs> only much faster, yeah, right? Exactly. That was one of those for eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And that's that's a whole lot of motorcycle by anybody's standard. You can put historical plates right on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walking into the first bar tonight, it's like, look at the they got the date and age of right the drinking to age. Be 20 yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh God. <clears throat> I was like, June, I was June fifteenth of. 1991. Oh, 1990. Yeah. I could be. I could be that kid's father. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the point. Is there's two points in your life. There, there's some. There's some years when you go. I noticed that all the girls in Playboy were younger than me. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. You're like all the. I remember when that Playboy happened. When Man, the, the birthday sucked. year on him, and you're like, oh no, you know, because there's usually <laughs> when you're looking at him, you're like, oh, those girls are older than me. And then it's like, oh, those girls are younger than me. And then there's those girls could all be my fucking children. <laughs> and that's where I am right now. All those girls that are in Playboy, there ain't a there ain't been a Playboy centerfold in five years that couldn't have been my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pamela yeah. Anderson, she still makes it. I, I think, think she does. Mark Simpson was one of them. <laughs> I think uh, we, we threw that issue. Well, Mark Simpson I mean. is Phil's kid. <laughs> How old's your kid, right? 22 and 21. 22 and 21. See, wow. so he got Your the job done. Your kids are 22 and 21. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. He got wow. the job done early. <laughs> Damn, you awesome. did. But you see, now he, by getting the job done early, as a young adult, he can still go out and play now because they're all grown and <laughs> yes. done. They're all fucking You know, and, and, and right now, my daughter's going to be eight. Yeah, yeah. You know. So you're still deep in it, buddy. You got I am. Nose. I'm deep in. You got so. a long <laughs> way out. Now, now, he got the job out. done early. So he got the suffering over bright and early. Oh, way early. Yeah, way early. <laughs> a a whole thing, lot of government cheese. A <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. whole lot of government cheese. Well, back, back then you're probably like, ah, fuck. Now you're like, oh, sweet. Exactly. Well, it's like joining the military when you're 17 or 18. You're like, oh, what am I doing? That's ridiculous. But then you can retire when you're like 40. You know, yeah. it's the same kind of a gig. And oh yeah, I remember my friend's brother-in-law retired when he's thirty-eight. Yeah, like so you're retired. That's impossible. Yeah, twenty years in the military. I'm yeah, with you, man. You joined but, at eighteen. Like, that's the great thing about him being done already, and his kids are essentially. Well, I'm sorry, I don't know your kids, <laughs> but at the age of twenty and twenty-one, this is the point where you're supposed to be like. I'm looking towards the return on my investment. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Having fun. He's like, one's out cooking fucking meth, and the other. <laughs> Shit, I'd still be looking for the return on my investment. <laughs> well, it wasn't the return I was expecting, but. Right. Yeah, if you can't be an educated high earner, I want you to be a bottom of the barrel high earner. <laughs> right. Yeah. Earn for daddy. That's exactly it. Go out and earn some money for me. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I mean, I'm in a position now where I can't even have the idea of having children at this point. Because I'll be dead before they're even left the house. <laughs> well, you were. It's, it's good. You're, you're fixed. 18 years. I'm fixed. It, it prevents it from happening. But the point is just the same. A couple of years ago, my wife and I were like, you know, we should have some kids. You know, all of her friends are having kids. You know, some kids. You know, 35 years old. And you should, I'm you know, 40, and I have a four-year-old. You have a four-year-old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when Mama. you're 60, she'll just be done with college. Oh. Yeah, when you're 60. You'll be no, talking we, about vintage we'll, bikes. We'll, still. We'll <laughs> right, yeah. right, when after, you're 70, right after you're 39, start, my daughter will be uh, eight. So. When you're 70, you may be done paying off her student loans. When I got you're 70. What's that? I got a room. Better get a life. You got a row. I got a room. I better get a life. You got a whole row of kids. I'm not fucking 
And yeah. I got kids to mow the lawn. I got kids to do fucking everything. <laughs> he's got he's got one that's taking care of the other ones, and one literally just came out of the vagina recently. He, he, he had one inherited too, then had a fourth. You can start, right. You can yeah. start manufacturing Stellas, bro. Because Shane, <laughs> you could. because of course yeah. Shane doesn't like money. That's right. That's the whole thing. No, that's why I trade Bajajas for a few CBDs. John's right. We need to start a manufacturing company and get all the kids working. Right. You can work those kids if they're your own kids. There's no law against that. They can work when they're nine if you own the company. Hey, I've got a daughter and two nephews, so. Well, Nathan's old enough to work. Hayden, we got to wait on him. Now. This winter, the kids are building carburetors. I don't care. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Ha- I'm not gonna send out to HMF to have my POC pipes made anymore. We're gonna make them right here. Yep. Over here. <laughs> 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 One like kid on a mandrel. Kid. <laughs> teach the kids how to weld. Teach them how to TIG. Yeah. I was just thinking, give them a hammer and a screwdriver. Here's a piece of metal. <laughs> Make a pipe. Yeah. It'd just be like those Vietnamese Vespas that come in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what? how they're made. One strike at a time. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm you start be with a Ford Fender and end up with a Vespa scooter. I'm going to be building a, a roof over the back of half of my patio here. There you go. And my, my daughter can't wait to help me out. And by help me out, she means she wants wood, a screw gun, and nails and screws of her own to make something of her own. Teacher oh, masonry. Oh, I'm like, shit. She's going to start I'm like, all right, good, 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 good. from the truck. Oh, no, no. <laughs> my dad had me puffing yeah, shingles. That was my she, job. She's definitely helping. Yeah. I was the only kid I knew that was nine years old and could carry a slap of shingles up the ladder. That's right. Yeah. I fell down four or five times. My dad was like, pussy. <laughs> We're not taking those out of the package for you. <laughs> it's a full stack or nothing, kid. Yeah. It's too bad, but yeah. I, yeah. So, uh, what we're looking for, anybody who's listening, you're still listening at this point. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be listening at this point. <laughs> Once again, we always give our disclaimer: it's worth everything you paid for it. Uh, <coughs> yeah, send us an email. Let us know what you'd like to hear about because I think we kind of killed that subject. Uh, yeah, we got to see how these uh, uh, podcasts from the garage are, are going. If they sound good, I mean, yeah, if they sound yeah. good via his uh, little R2 unit that we're talking into. Yeah. Uh, Via me actually getting down to the studio and posting shit. You know? Right, the post, yeah, exactly. But uh, remember, everybody, build your bike, build off bikes, because the Mods versus Rockers for the uh, 21st weekend, that's the weekend of the 21st. 20th. 19th, 20th, and 21st, yep. thank 19th, you, yep. of August. Uh, be there or uh, be tetrahedonal. It's going to be a good event, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And in case nobody got it last time, we are actually going to be doing Mods vs. Rockers the same exact weekend that Lakewood is doing its Madison Car Culture Show. Nice! <laughs> Alright, John! <laughs> John? It was John? It wasn't me. Sparkle gloves. <laughs> Sparkle gloves. <laughs> <laughs> two sequin gloves and nothing else. That's his new nickname. Yeah. Sparkle gloves. <laughs> so please, you can, you can actually meet all of us idiots in person if you come out to the Mods vs. Rockers in Cleveland. Uh, and we will be recording there. Oh yeah, we're going to be recording Absolutely. that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's a hell of a lot going on in Cleveland that weekend. There's going to be a lot of live bands. There's going to be classic cars. Scooter gangs fucking rolling. Scooter gangs apparently rolling out. (coughs) So uh, you guys are on a big uh, campaign to get more members, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we are a gang. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that because I was like, I let him into it. And Alex is like, yeah! And I was like, 
fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up, dick. Well, and if you show up for the ride on Saturday, that's the whole difference right there between like, let's go down and fuck one of those cows, and Brian's like, let's walk down and fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the difference right there. Right. So that, that yeah. was uh, that's if, you, cool. if you come to Mods and Rockers on Saturday, apparently Neil's got one hell of a ride plan. Yeah, he oh, said. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he's, he's been, in, in fact, it's top secret. He didn't tell him. He's been working really it. hard, and I guess it's one of those rides where the scooter's going to go this way and the motorcycle's yeah. going to go this way, and they're going to meet back up. <clears> so there's going to so be some high speed sections for the motorcycle. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, fun. Because yeah, last year, be the only high speed sections were me and Neil. <laughs> 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 and I was on this. I was on that Royal Enfield with the sidecar rig and Michelle with the cameras. Yeah. And me and Neil somehow. Wait, got you were in the Royal Life. Wait. Rural Enfield, and you were going fast. Oh, we were going fast as hell. We were painting stripes all through the metro parks. Okay. Yeah, we came back with like a third of the tire we left with. <laughs> and Neil was having a blast because I, I knew we were going fast when Neil tried to light his cigarette when he was riding and he couldn't. <laughs> and that motherfucker could light his cigarette in a monsoon. <laughs> and he kept trying to light it. And I'm like, we're doing 70 miles an hour. You're not lighting that cigarette. And he was trying. And he was like, tip, 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 tip. Windproof Zippo my ass <laughs> So It was good It was good fun So yeah Please come out to Mods and Rockers It's going to be a lot of fun And if anybody wants James uh, Robertson's Personal cell phone number uh, Look in last month's episode Of Cafe Racer I think it's on page 5 <laughs> <laughs> Call is. him a lot He likes it Get your bike Get your bike Build it Let's go Alright man Let's do this Thanks We're out of here Thank you for listening To Cleveland Moto If you have comments or topic suggestions, you can leave them at our blog at www.clevelandmoto.blogspot.com or visit our website at www.clevelandmoto.com.